This is Katie, and I co-host the podcast you're about to listen to with my best buddy, Eva. Quick warning that this show is incredibly explicit. Uh, We are two queer, dirty birds talking about steamy paranormal, sci-fi, and fantasy romance and erotica. Spoilers will abound for everything we read, excerpts may be shortened, and whole sections skipped because, to be honest, we're not exactly here for the plot. So, you've been warned, on to the show. I hollered when I read this. Sorry, where do I sign up for this life? This is all I want in a relationship. It's horrific, but I want it. I found him so cute. Oh. Bro, <laughs> did he just use magic to make her bigger? in the podcast so far though and i'm having fun remember fun let's keep doing this let's keep doing fun this is fun also i've told you like people seem interested oh yeah because <laughs> everyone we know is a pervert <laughs> i mean of course they're interested mm-hmm. it's two hot queer women <laughs> talking about monster fucking exactly you have sent me on multiple occasions the same text which is Every day we stray further and further from God's light. And never have I felt so cold in space as this moment. And yet weirdly comfortable yeah. to be here. Enshrouded in a blanket of uh, depravity. <laughs> this book that oh we read, I think, is the truest monster fuck that we have encountered thus far. We've had a lot of like, Men who are green and have accessories. And we've had a lot of, like, a man who transforms into something else sometimes. But then is also just a dude. It is mostly just a a guy. But this is the first time that we are truly fucking a whole-ass monster with some weird junk. Yeah, and, like, pretty terrifying. Like, there's horror yeah i wrote at the top of our like episode title area uh which is cottage core more like cottage gore that was a that was a very good thank you thank you thank you uh and what the fuck did we read (laughs) katie we read a soul to keep by opal rain which is about not a demon but kind of a demon yeah a monster a monster would you like me to read the summary I would love for you to read the summary because I feel like I still don't fully know what I read. (laughs) All Rhea ever wanted was freedom. Known as a harbinger of bad omens and blamed for demons eating her family, Rhea is shunned by her entire village. When the next offering is due, the monstrous Duskwalker is seen heading their way. Her village offers her an impossible choice. Be thrown into the prison cells or allow herself to be sacrificed to a faceless monster. However, he is not what he seems. His skull face and glowing eyes are ethereal, and she finds herself unwittingly enchanted by him. All Orpheus ever wanted was a companion. Each decade, in exchange for a protection ward from the demons that terrorize the world, Orpheus takes a human offering to the Vale, the place he lives and the home of demons. The brief companionship does little to ease his loneliness, and their lives were always, unfortunately, cut short. He thought it was a hopeless endeavor, until he met her. She's not afraid of him, and his insatiable desire deepens with every moment of her presence. 
But will Orpheus be able to convince Rhea to stay before she's lost to him forever? And boy, does he really try to convince her. (laughs) I mean, that is all true. And I feel like that's also not really the story. That isn't really the story, no. The story is these two... It's like if you saw them in like human form at a party, they'd be everyone would clock them as like the two weirdos that no one wants to talk to, <laughs> but they have found each other. Wow, that's so true. Rhea is like this like very touch and affection starved person mm-hmm. who I think is perfectly primed for being down to fuck a monster because of that. Yes, a hundred percent. And I think our monster, Orpheus who uh, I'll do a full description in a second, is a very weird... There's so much to go into about him. I'm going to start with Orpheus is vaguely humanoid. Mm -hmm. So like bipedal, two arms, two legs, a head, and that's where the similarities end. Yes, 100%. He's Uh, got some humanity, but not... A ton yeah, of he it. He has gotten himself some humanity. Yeah, he has uh, hunted down some humanity. Uh, he is our hero, our, our sexy monster love interest. And his head is like a wolf skull mm-hmm. with like impala-like horns. He has no like eyes, just like eye sockets in the skull that like glow different colors depending on his mood. That's my favorite part. Dude has a mood ring. Uh, Finally, a man whose emotions we can understand. (laughs) He's telegraphing. (laughs) He's letting you know. He's like covered in hair or fur, like this like downy fur. Kind of like werewolf shaped almost. And like seven or eight feet tall was the impression I got. Yeah. And like he has like visible bone like outside of his skin. And outside of his fur, like on his ribs, I think on his knuckles and his mm-hmm. hands. And there is literally nothing to my relief because I've been asking for this that feels like a guy with accessories. Yeah, finally. Rhea, however, is uh, this hot, soft, blonde bombshell mm-hmm. who's being outcasted from her village because they think she's cursed. When really, she's just this baddie bitch who ain't afraid. And, uh, you know, because of that, she was the sole survivor of, like, her family being massacred by demons. (laughs) Very traumatized. uh, Is being basically, like, a virginal sacrifice. Yeah. To this demon. Uh, Not demon. Not a demon. A dusk walker. Yeah. So let's let's be clear up front. Um, Orpheus is a Mavka, which is a... Oh, yeah, which was a cute name, I thought. Very cute, almost like Russian or something. Yeah. Uh, M-A-V-K-A. And it is made very clear that this is separate from the demons that inhabit this world, which are basically like mindless killing machines. He is more of like a magical being of darkness mm-hmm. in some way. He has constantly been getting these like human women... Or I don't always think women, just like human companions, like bisexual king. Yeah, he has been given all of these people in exchange for this like protective charm around this village, like once a year. Yeah, to protect the village from the demons of the world. 
And uh, it's kind of unclear at first what he's after. It, it seems like a genuine just like desire for companionship mm-hmm. that he is constantly fighting like a monstrous inhuman nature yeah. to like achieve. So at the slightest smell of blood, he goes into a blood Yeah, or rampage. like extreme fear for him. Yeah. So his eyes turn red and he will just kill everything around him. And the other thing to know is that, like, in this world, demons and this Mavka, this creature, uh, they get intelligence and, like, human-like qualities by eating people. So straight up, there's, like, this dude eats people. Orpheus? Has eaten many, many people. Orpheus ate so many humans that he became lonely because he, like, ingested their humanity until he was like, I want a girlfriend. I'm just a sad boy living in this <laughs> cottage in the woods and I want a girlfriend. I am getting a little bit ahead of myself here. Because mm. there's a, a lot to unpack through the story and the sex scenes in this book. Oh, the sex scenes. You guys are in for a treat. And f- my question for you, Eva, is were you still like into it? <sighs> so. <I'm>, safe space. <laughs> Katie, yes, I was. Uh, Listen, Orpheus has some red flags. So does Rhea. Maybe they're really good for each other in that way. Yeah. Um, He has literally eaten dozens and dozens of humans. Um, I think that their relationship is a bit codependent. Uh, However, uh, what that dick do? What that dick do? And boy, no, no, we will get into what it does. (laughs) The the cover of this book uh, is another one where, like, it's a beautiful illustration. Uh, it shows you, like, it's written on the tin, so there are no surprises. This is the fucking monster, you piece of shit, (laughs) that you're gonna love reading about. Mm -hmm. And here's this hot, like, almost, like, Icelandic-looking woman. No, it's funny about this. Or Viking-esque woman. So, Rhea, she's described as having blonde hair and green eyes and very pale skin, and she's kind of tall and curvy, which is great because that is also exactly what I look like. So, I'm just like, wow, a self-insert for me? No, 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 no. Um, However, on the cover, I think it's really funny because she clearly has like an inch or so of brown roots so i don't know where she's getting her like full uh full foil done in this kind of medieval style world but i love it for that her. takes upkeep <laughs> dude it's expensive yeah you got to get that toned so mm-hmm. you don't get brassy yeah, she has dude. a very cool she, she clearly uses like purple shampoo as well yeah yeah, yeah. but the cover is the, the illustration's gorgeous but again it's not pulling any punches uh, you know exactly what you're getting into when you read this book so there's no excuse mm-hmm you picture this fucking monster at every time you're like man that is sweet oh shit i'm turned on right now (laughs) i demand that while you read this book because this is what i did i would flip back to the cover (laughs) and then be like i mean i guess okay and like keep going so the cover Rhea is front and center and she's facing towards the camera she looks just how i described and she's wearing this kind of like white could be wedding gown She has one arm down and is holding one arm above her head to kind of like scratch the furry neck of the beast standing behind her who has one of his gigantic hands over her throat. So this beast is Orpheus and he has a wolf skull with impala horns and then 
you can basically just see the rest of his sort of uh, werewolf-ish body as he towers over her. And then right behind her head, you can see that he has some exposed ribs jutting out of his um, out of his front. I would describe the pose as extremely uh, sexually active theater kid in high school energy. <laughs> Why is that so true? Because I just, you're like about to put on your one act plays and there's these two super horny kids. <laughs> Either they're both in tech or they're both in theater. Mm -hmm. They're telegraphing that they have boned. It's like, we get it. You fuck. And good for them. Good for them. A few things, which are some content warnings. Mm, Oh, we have Which I think is very important for this book. There is a lot of sensitive material in here. Mm -hmm. So, again, no shame. This is a work of fiction and of fantasy. Uh, and we are all consenting adults reading it, but if you are sensitive to certain things, know that there is a lot of graphic violence, gore, horror elements, consensual non-consent, breath play, blood play, spit, needles, masochism, fear play, public play, and BDSM elements, and, like, talks about rape. Oof. (laughs) And there's also, like, Family trauma, uh, massacres, uh, just murder, being devoured alive, sacrifice. (laughs) It hits all the beats. So as we're recording this, it's it's pretty close to Halloween. This felt like a very appropriate read for this close to Halloween. To like briefly touch on a few plot points, just to get like the overarching, you know, narrative, so that then the 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 steamy scenes feel that much more like unctuous. My Cliff Notes version from my brain and jump in is Rhea gets sacrificed to Orpheus. Orpheus takes her to his dope ass cottage across the veil. Yeah, it's a sweet little cottage in a clearing. It's beautiful. He's got a garden. He's like a cottage core lesbian. You just opened my eyes to some reasons that I think I was really into this. Yeah. He's I just was like, like who who among us does not want to be whisked away by a big lesbian beast yeah. to a beautiful cottage in haunted forest? Like, that's all I want. It's obvious that there have been like humans at his abode before, mm-hmm. and he has cobbled together things for their comfort. Generally, people have not lasted long here because either uh, they incite his like instincts through like their own fear or through running or something and he kills them or they are eaten by demons from trying to escape uh or any other number of reasons i think those are the main two though those are the main two i think that it's insinuated that most of them last around a week yeah he he burns through them (laughs) but every human that he eats he then gains more humanity becomes lonelier Oh, and then has to wait 10 years to go and get his next sacrifice. It seems like a very sad is existence. Is it 10 years? Yeah, because he has to wait until that protection spell is done so that he can go back and have that bargaining ship to get another sacrifice. Ding. They have a interesting dynamic immediately because Rhea is someone, It's she's really, she doesn't flinch, you know? Mm-hmm. It, she doesn't feel fear very easily or broadcast it. She's generally like just a curious person is mm-hmm. how she reacts to things. Uh, I think that 
she has been so used to being the person people are afraid of that she has kind of like, I don't know. There's just some, she's got an X factor about her. Yeah, absolutely. She does not feel fear in the same way that most people do. And fear is kind of one of those things in this world where demons can smell it and like they're drawn to it. Yeah, it's like if you act like prey, you are prey. Exactly. Sort of thing. And, you know, she starts realizing over time that he is like trying to communicate with her and provide for her Mm -hmm. different comforts. Uh, but gets kind of thrown into the deep end because she smells human. And so besides fear, demons will smell her and come try to eat her. And so there's this whole ritual. (sighs) I love this plot point. That our boy got to do for her safety. This is all I want in a relationship. Which is light some candles, light some incense, get some essential oils in the tub, and bathe this girl head to toe and <laughs> rub oil into her so she doesn't smell like a human. So sensibly, it's a spell that he casts. And only he, like, he needs his yeah. bare hands on her to be able to, like, cast the spell. Yeah, right, Orpheus. You just want to... You, you have learned the art of seduction. Touch those titties. But it's really nice of him to light some candles and make it... Like, of course, in his demon logic, not actually demon logic, he's like, well, he, the humans seem to be very comforted when I do this. And then meanwhile, you're just getting bathed by a, a beast. Uh, Honestly. I, I'm down. Yeah, down, down. <laughs> He's surprised that she isn't like super afraid of him. Uh, and they start having this like back and forth. And then she starts getting real horny for him. Mm-hmm. And he is like, oh my God, what does this mean? All this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this never happened before. Uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. We'll talk about the sex scenes. There has been a woman in his past who has, like, lasted longer than anyone else. and was five years, was it? Yeah, and was stolen by a demon king, I believe. Mm-hmm. I, okay, cool. And he doesn't know what happened to her. And, he, like, I wouldn't say he's, like, pining, but he was hurt. Yes. You know? I don't think he had enough humanity yet to really know the ins and outs of that mm-hmm. whole situation. Yeah, so this demon king, which, by the way, did you just also picture David Bowie? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad yeah, we're on Labyrinth. the same, same page. Yeah. Well, good. but that was also a very important movie for both of our sexuality awakening oh God. growing up. Uh, <laughs> but he is, like, the most powerful demon in this realm. He's got a big penis, we he's find got, out. You can see his dick and balls through those tight pants at any given time. He's, like traditionally attractive for humans yes like he's beautiful and he's actually a half demon as we find out later but anyway yeah it is lore that i i wasn't there for not important not for our purposes (laughs) but this demon king had stolen orpheus's og gal quote unquote when really this gal had like run off with him and they kind of become like the main baddies at some point uh there's a lot of stuff i'm glossing over here but that's like the the big arc is they're like learning about each other mm-hmm. and then the stakes are that Rhea gets taken once by some demon and then again by this demon king. They, there's like a demon city, yada, 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 love prevails and they fuck a lot. They fuck a lot. 
Let's talk about that. Ooh, so let's get into the kinks featured in this book because we have some new ones that we have not talked about yet before. <laughs> Yummy. And they are some fun ones. I think this is the first time that we have some like true primal prey kink going on. There's like a little bit of like virginity kink too. Yeah, there is. And isn't like there? sacrificial. Like it's a it's not like someone being like, I only want virgins. But yeah. the fact that it's like mentioned in part of it, I think. Absolutely. So with primal prey kinks, it's kind of like a it's a predator prey dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um and very like animalistic and like there's a lot of pursuit and like chasing. And they definitely... Like instinct. Yeah, Like, instinct. there isn't, like, a human choice. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an offshoot of the consensual non-consent, which you mentioned earlier, which is basically two adults consenting to pretend to force each other into sexual mm-hmm. situations, which is a new one for us, I believe. Yeah, in the book so far, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some breath play. Mm-hmm. Uh, straight up, just in to a new level, size kink. Oh my god, yeah, next level. We'll get into that. Uh, the Yeah, the size kink is definitely prevalent. We got some blood play. Mm-hmm. Um, some like vor, almost. Oh, like, good I would point. say, yeah. like not for their encounters, but like he's eaten people and it can eat her at any point. It's a big threat that he will at certain points, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, general, just like... I don't know how to describe this, but anything that's like, I can smell you're attracted to me or like I can, mm-hmm. there's like some inhuman sense where I know that you're like DTF. Yeah. That kind of goes with like the, the primal, the primal stuff. stuff, I think. Okay. So we had talked about their early cabin days uh, where they get to know each other. He's like making tea for her and tending to the garden for her. Giving her a twice daily rub down of oils and. Sorry, where do I sign up for this life? I know. Yes, it's a hellscape outside, but. But you have a wolf scold boyfriend who uh, bathes you twice a day. This first sex scene that we are going to talk about is she has acknowledged a level of her own interest and has been like battling it a little bit. Something I appreciated about the pacing of this book was that it's not like she's into him immediately. Mm-hmm. It's like a slow unveiling of attraction of her having to like, am I attracted to this? Yeah. Okay. At like each point. Yeah. And then boy, is she attracted to it. Yeah. Yeah. She, um, she ends up finding like an ethereal beauty in him. Should we start with the wet dream? Yeah, we should. Also, I just handed Katie my paperback copy of it, and I like to read these books in the bath, um, so it's, like, a little soggy. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> like, like, no judgment. Like, you know when a book gets wet, and then, like, it dries, and it's just, yeah, like, a little a book crinkly? Gets wet yeah. <laughs> Every book that I have that we read for this podcast looks like that, and it's a little <laughs> sus, and I'm just telling you, I was it's in like the bath. My sweaty hands. <laughs> yeah, just, just sweating. So, this kind of cold opens on a wet dream that Rhea is having. A bony head floated in darkness. His bony head floated in darkness. The skull of a wolf with the horns of an impala antelope. Antelope. <laughs> my my uncle-lope. Horns of an impala. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> 
the skull of a wolf with the horns of an impala antelope. She didn't know where she was or what was happening. A dream, she thought. Not a nightmare. It felt too safe for that. A trailing stroke of a sharp claw down her spine made her gasp as a shiver shot through her. She tried to search for the hands that touched her, but they disappeared into the blackness before she saw them. She found Orpheus's floating skull once more. Her heart raced whenever he came closer before he backed away again. So we're kind of foreshadowing this, like, chase Mm -hmm. almost. But within this realm of comfort and safety, which makes it okay. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. Two sets of claws stroked from the nape of her neck and up through her hair, bunching it as the points scraped deliciously over her scalp. That feels nice. Her nipples budded while a torrent of prickling goosebumps broke out over her sensitive flesh and down her body until it pooled as heat inside her belly. The hands disappeared once more, only allowing her a glimpse of them before they were gone. Anticipation and excitement began to thrum inside her for the next secret, unexpected touch. She wasn't afraid, far from it. Rhea was aroused, deeply aroused as he played this game of hide and touch with her in the darkness. The next time she felt those hands... It was over the bundles of nerves just under her calves. Like, there's a lesbian energy here that I know Orpheus uses he, him pronouns. I want to get into that, actually, later on, probably. But I was like, you know know the secrets. (laughs) This is is why uh, we date bi men. (laughs) She was wet. So wet. That she thought the drip of her arousal was beginning to float around her in glistening drops. Oh, I don't know about that one. Uh, for me. Pussy juice like, floating on the ether like you're in zero G. <laughs> yeah. She could hear his deep huffs, gruff and low. Then there was that long and lowing snort he made, like when he occasionally sniffed her skin with his snout pressed against her. Okay, so that's actually so cute. Like, they describe him huffing. Like, he, he just, just picture this like big wolf. Like, just... <laughs> Like an animal, like as he as he sniffs her and moves his snout around on her. And honestly, it was just really adorable. Cute. Yeah. I was almost more appalled at how cute I found Orpheus as opposed to how hot I, I found, found him. I found him so cute. Her toes curled when she felt it now, a soft cry escaping her as his warm breath circled around her throat from behind like it wanted to clutch it. Then she felt those hands slip around her sides. Claws digging in so they almost felt like slices before she felt the enveloping warmth of them around her breasts. She couldn't see arms, the hands alone, and disconnected from anything. She thought that might be because she didn't know what the rest of him looked like. Fair. Fair. Yeah, he's been wearing like a cloak this whole time. Yeah. He's like hiding his his body from her. His monstrous form. She couldn't even begin to imagine what lay beneath his clothes. She wanted it to watch as his hands touched her. A warm huff brushing over her neck from the front made her cry out once more, but louder this time. Uh, hmm. More drops of her arousal floated right before his hand cupped her. Somehow I missed that part. <laughs> yeah, I think I was just in like some fugue state yeah. when I read this. I was also in the dream, and now I'm like, huh. <laughs> huh. A firm, calloused press of heat put pressure on her clit, sending relief through her. Rhea needed the touch, 
wanted it so much that she undulated into the hand with needy and desperate movements. A clawed finger flicked, sending a jolt through her clit to pierce straight inside her pussy. More. I want more. This bitch is a waterfall. (laughs) She undulated into the hand, almost sighing in relief when a finger stroked through her folds. It felt too good. That is not a part of the dream, she thought. Her eyes flung open when realization dawned. Which is one of our favorite things. Someone getting woken up. (laughs) Yep. Rhea found herself lying on her back in her bed with Orpheus above her in the dark. There was no light other than his orbs. Hmm. I'm sorry. (laughs) What? Light the room with your orbs. (laughs) Although I bet it's like kind of like a vibe though. It's like a little bit neon like I'm all about mood lighting. I have a bunch of like Philips Hue bulbs all over my house and honestly it helps. He can set the mood. There's ambiance. There's (laughs) ambiance. He was on his hands and knees caging her in as she heard him sniffing around her head. He'd never done this before. What are you doing? She asked her voice broken and raspy had nothing to do with her grogginess. She lifted her hands to press them against his chest. Delectable heat and firmness nearly made her groan. There is a strange scent coming from you, he explained, his deep and gruff voice making her feel drunk after what she'd just experienced within her own mind. I've never smelt it from you. Ah! Oh God, he can smell that I'm turned on. What is it? He lifted his head to sniff her arm, like that might be where the source was coming from, before he huffed and shook his head. There's like a little bit of a discovery moment here. Uh Uh-huh. His nose came down on her chest right above her heart. Her back nearly arched off the bed when she felt his breath over one of her hardened nipples through the thin cloth of her gown. Uh, I have a a question for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Some of the things that Rhea had grappled with up to this point was, one, being attracted to a monster, not knowing if it was a being that felt sexual attraction, mm-hmm. which was big. Yeah. And also like unsure how much he understands about sex. Yes. Or about people. And like there's some interesting, like where is the line almost between monster fucking and like bestiality? So there's a a rule about this. Have you heard of, what is it? The, the Harkness rule. So here we go. Um, it's called the Harkness test. So three rules to determine whether or not a being is okay to fuck. Does this being have human intelligence or greater? Check. Check. Can it talk or otherwise communicate with language? Check. And is it of sexual maturity for its species? check kind of unknown but ostensibly yes i think yes yeah well then uh dusk walker is good to go they were strained itching for attention and even just the minute 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 thank you i it's spelled like minute (laughs) my dumb brain (laughs) my big bimbo brain doesn't know this word and even just the minute amount of it from his breaths stroked them she covered her mouth with one of her hands to hide the strangled noise that came from her. This is also like she's feeling a lot of embarrassment. Yeah. It, which is kind of I sexy. know. I'm like, 
A little bit of shame mixed in there. Mm. It felt so good that she didn't want him to stop sniffing her. I'm so fucking horny. She wanted him to sniff further, to sniff her all over and discover where the source was coming from. She knew it must be strong with how wet she felt between the lips of her folds since she felt slippery all the way along the slit of her pussy. Rubbing her thighs together, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. So, uh, (laughs) the entire time I've been reading this, I need you to know the amount of professionalism I bring to this podcast because Eva is fully looking at porn for this like fan art porn there's so much of it there's a lot of good stuff oh my god sorry I just found one of your favorite scene which we will discuss we'll get into it anyway I'm sorry Katie no I know very professional thank you Rubbing her thighs together actually moved her clit side to side, and she had to stop herself from moaning and doing it again. His touch in the bath had sparked something in her, and now her body was begging for release. This was real, and she couldn't conjure the will to stop him even when he started lowering his head. Her sense of reason was paralyzed. It should have been a terrifying nightmare to have his massive body caging her in against the bed. His horns should have made her think of him a demon, a devil, the monster he was supposed to be. But her mind knew they'd be the perfect things to hold on to when she was thrashing under the wave of lust. She's got galaxy brain. She's thinking in five dimensions. She's one of us. Heat emitted from him, and she felt it like curling waves as he drew the furs down to discover the source. Rhea squeaked when a spasm rippled from just above her pelvis all the way along her channel when his nose pressed against her pubic mound. He grabbed a thigh with one of his hands and pulled it to the side, his head twisting like he was trying to understand. It pressed directly against her clit once her legs were parted and her hands shot down to stop him. His mannerisms are so cute. I'm sorry. It's very cute and very hot. And I know she feels both like like a shameful pervert, but she's going with it. Yeah. And it's this there's like a little bit of like in her head, I think, of a power dynamic of like she knows what's going on and he doesn't. Yeah. Even though he is like the big scary thing absolutely which i was like okay that, i think it's, that's why it's hot it's hot. <laughs> within the blink of an eye his orbs changed to a deep purple you are aroused he growled his head turning up to face her i love it when a man says that to me <laughs> you are aroused uh, with this purple <laughs> uh mood ring eyes so you know how hot and bothered he is <sighs> yeah her pussy clenched in reaction to the dark depth of his voice, and she felt so much liquid pooling that it dripped and leaked. She bit into her bottom lip to stop the moan that threatened to escape as her body tensed and shivered. Oh, fuck. I almost came just by him saying that to me. This girl is pent up. <sighs> I've been there. She is pent up. She's been being oiled every day. Uh, I'd be sexually frustrated, too. You have got to be so aroused for any amount of drippage to happen. Yes. That's a, that's like a lot. Girl is horny, horny. Her body felt oversensitive. 
His breath, his voice, the smell of his smoky mahogany and pine scent drowning her was making her feel insane. Her limbs were trembling. She lost her mind, but right then, with her body throbbing and aching, Rhea didn't care. Smells delicious, he said in the rolling, growly tone as his hand, tipped with claws, gently ran down the inner thigh of the knee he bent. I want to taste. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, another coded lesbian trait is, this isn't it, but, like, being able to finger someone with long nails. Oh, it's a skill. <laughs> it's advanced. <laughs> I know that's not what's going on here, but my brain made that. He's got claws, and he does finger her quite a bit. Ostensibly, he's figured it out. Her heart stuttered in her chest when his head bent down, and his hand rolled the skirt of her dress up to bundle at her waist. He even lowered her tied strip of cloth she used as underwear with careful claws. What's nice here is I feel like in other books, people just be tearing panties apart. And she's like, hey, that was my one pair of panties. Yeah. And he's like, still being very careful mm -hmm. with her. He does treat her very gingerly most of the time. Yeah. And I think a part of that is people are straight up afraid of him all the time. Yes. And he's also very afraid that something will trigger something in him and mm -hmm. he will kill somebody. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she didn't know if he truly understood what he was doing, but her breaths were so shallow and short that when he pressed his snout against her entire pussy from clit to slitted entrance and breathed her in, they cut off. She's probably also still feeling so much, like, shame and embarrassment and also holds, like, probably feels like I'm taking advantage of this creature to yeah. some extent. Yeah. And it's just like, ooh. Why does that do it? I'm like, well, because, you know, we love to discuss power dynamics. Yeah. It's because it's he dynamic. holds all the physical cards. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, but I know what's going on and I don't know if you do. Yeah. But I'm still choosing to, like, Kind of take advantage of you. Yeah, exactly. She's horny. She knows that he's interested, curious in some way. Mm -hmm. Then she let out a high-pitched cry when his tongue slipped from her puckered backside. Her butthole. <laughs> her butthole. That wasn't expecting the slippery organ over the entrance of her core to collect every drop of her liquid cream. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, liquid cream? Yeah. Does she have like a yeast infection? <laughs> I know, girl. Get that checked out. And then up through her fold until he heavily lashed her pounding clit. I mean, I'm on board. <laughs> I do think we have to discuss calling pussy juices cream. Yeah, let's not. For do me, that. it's a turnoff. Yeah, same. I feel like words around describing like, it's just very sensitive, isn't it? Yeah. Both the the organs themselves and like just. I don't want to know, like, what it looks like always yeah. or, like, just just be like, this is a five-course meal <laughs> and I'm so excited for whatever happens. And then tell me how hot I am and how good I taste, but don't go into detail. Yeah. I don't need tasting notes. I don't need, like, a pussy sommelier. Though once somebody described me as tasting round and fruity like a melon. Okay. That, I, I kind of loved that's it. That's kind of cute. <laughs> I kind of loved it. But it's like it could go wrong. It could go very wrong. If that had They're taken rolling a different, the dice. If that had taken a different turn, I would have been like, no, stop. Uh, you smell like um, like dark fruits and um, 
tennis balls, mm. crushed uh, crushed rocks. There's like a, a high acid. Her knee knocked one of his horns. She felt him grab it to once more rake his claws lightly down the inside of her thigh that sent another spasm to her channel before pressing it down to the bed to pin it there. Uh, all right Mm -hmm. let me just (laughs) katie is uh very thirstily sipping her beer right now okay his tongue felt long and slippery and it folded as it curled around the top of her clit to circle it once it was too late to turn back orpheus was there licking her pussy in the dark his purple eyes the only light, and Rhea was adoring it. There was no point in turning back. She needed, she ached, she fucking wanted. A fever was burning in her. Sink it inside me. She couldn't vocalize it, didn't think she could with how strained her squeaking breaths were as they tore her throat, but she willed it to him. Inside me, I need it, anything, please. She grasped one of her breasts, squeezing it firmly when his tongue ran up and through her again, slow but deliberate. She had to fling both hands away from her body as it began to squeeze nothing. When his tongue folded again as it circled around the flaps, sheltering her clit. Oh, she moaned, her legs bouncing as tension tore through her. I'm coming. I'm fucking coming from his tongue. I love her internal dialogue. <laughs> I know. It's very relatable. Well, she's just like not a shrinking violet by any means. Yeah. You know, she's yeah. like, I fucking love this. Exactly. She knows what she wants. A wet squelching sound came from her channel as it filled with hot liquid. Bliss. Euphoria. And a sense of floating swept through Rhea as her orgasm shook her to her very being. She felt that his body shook and shuddered by him jingling the bed and her thigh with his hands when he swept his tongue over the entrance of her channel to lap it up once she was done. That is sweet. He lapped it again and then again, finding the source of his interest. More. Give me more. He's consuming her. Yes. Her clit ached so much that she'd feared if he lashed it again, it would be so sensitive it'd pain her. But this pressure felt perfect, wonderful even. Yeah, pro tip. Do like a like a clit orgasm first mm-hmm. before penetration. And penetration is just going to feel that much more like good. You're heightened. 100%. It's way easier to come from penetration. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know. Orpheus fucks. Her eyes drooped in half cast as she tried to spread her thighs further and welcome. Deeper it pushed and her walls contracted around it. Uh, how big would you describe this tongue as, Eva? So I was kind of imagining it being sort of long and slender and maybe the length of like the tip of my extended hand to my elbow. Yeah, like at its most outstretched. And I imagine it being pretty maneuverable and slippery and like it can it kind of move like it's, a snake. Yeah, it's like tentacle-esque yeah. in some ways. He looked all around her inner walls like he wanted to sweep into every crevice to steal her taste. Then she felt pressure. Uh-oh. Hmm? It was a thoughtful sound that came from him as she felt him tonguing something small oh, and thin. Right. <laughs> <sighs> so inconvenient. Wait, is that my... 
his tongue pushed hard and broke something, sending a light pinch of pain through her channel. Eep, Rhea squealed. Hymens are the most inconvenient thing, in my opinion. Say more. I just feel like I don't super understand why they're there, which is maybe me. Like, Why are they there, actually? I imagine they're just some like vestigial little flap of skin left over from some part of development, but... Yeah. They seem very silly. I never experienced mine. Oh, I'd broken mine on my own, probably from like tampons or sports or something. Do you remember something. doing that or? No. I don't. Yeah. I don't, but like it's very common for that to happen. That's very common. Yeah. So pro tip, uh, hymens are not actually a marker of virginity because you can just break them by doing it any day-to-day old thing. I think I probably broke mine horseback riding, but I don't know because I never, I don't even remember it. Yeah. Her legs lifted as his tongue lubricated from his own saliva and the lingering wetness of her orgasm allowed him to push all the way inside until she felt him hit her cervix and crumble against it. That's a little painful for me. Uh! I was like, this is like some like weird hentai shit at this point. Yeah, yeah. Any like cervix stuff, I'm like hard no yeah, for me. That's Just I understand for some people it's great. I'm like, get the fuck away from it. <laughs> His jaws parted as the top one slipped over her pubic mound. She's in his jaws. Yeah. One of his longest canine fangs grazing her sensitive clit before it ran through the curls of hair above the slit of her folds. The pressure felt phenomenal, even if the pain tried to dilute it. Okay, so what he's doing here is he's putting pressure on the top of her of her pubic area while he's also inside of her. And oh, God. Dude. This is such a move. Having someone like hold that down mm-hmm. while they like are penetrating you with something yeah. or there's like a different level of like fullness. And I think it like pushes against your bladder a little bit too. Yeah. And also but I not think in it, a bad way. It probably like exposes your G spot a little bit too. Mm-hmm. And it just feels amazing. So like I said before, Orpheus fucks. A moan broke from her before he suddenly froze. His eyes flashed red. A vicious growl that was different from before thundered from him. Oh shit, I'm totally dead. (laughs) (sighs) So what happened there is Orpheus smelled or tasted the blood that he created in breaking her hymen and it sent him into one of those uh, blood fury states. At this point, we only know that that is like a physical I'm going to eat you Mm -hmm. thing. Uh, at some point, it switches to like a sexy, I'm going to eat you thing. I'm going to eat you. And the the other thing about his response, because the next part of this scene, which is less about like sexy stuff and more just like discussing what is going on, mm-hmm. is that he, he reacts in fear to his own reaction, which he's really afraid of how he could hurt her. He immediately like, covers his nose so he can't smell something. He's like, oh my God, I hurt her. There's blood. And he's like actively trying not to eat her at the same time. Yeah. There's a tension. There's a, a delicious tension. Why is he so cute? Uh, and she like explains that like, oh, you broke my hymen. He's yeah. like, what's that? <laughs> I think that's kind of the conclusion of that first scene. I think the thing with that scene that was so hot is that, well, one, it's like the first release. Mm-hmm. It's like the first time that like all this building tension is like happening. 
And even at the end, there's still a lot of danger for her. Yeah. And it's that not danger? like, oh, I've been cured by my love for your pussy. Mm-hmm. No, it's like he is still a monster even after she's come. Yeah. So she has to figure out how to feel about that. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that little, the air of danger is also just like a delicious spice. I wonder if she's one of those people who, you know how some people... They don't create like enough, I don't know if it's like endorphins or something, but they become like adrenaline junkies because they don't feel fear very much. Yeah, yeah. I feel like she might be one of those. Oh, so the guy who uh, climbed. um, Like free solo. Yeah, free solo guy, right? Who I'm like, you're a robot. Yeah, no, there's something turned off in your brain and like the the fear center. But it allows you to do amazing things like, like fuck a dusk walker, I guess a good start although in the realm of where this book goes incredibly vanilla (laughs) you gotta start somewhere and honestly in your first encounter with somebody i hope that it is somewhat vanilla just so you can establish that trust get to know each other um as though there are regular bdsm guidelines that are happening here yeah i do feel like the author opal rain is doing a good job of like as Rhea is discovering her attraction for this thing, also like kind of hand holding us at this point to our own attraction to this yes, monster. Absolutely. And like kind of like leading us deeper into the forest. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to get lost. God, me too. Should we talk about his dick before we start we reading the next one though? Talk about his dick. Because this is the first book we've read dear listener where we truly get a monstrous dick uh let's just say he has an innie (laughs) yeah so which is something that i love for so many reasons so many reasons because we're getting a little genderqueer here aren't we yeah there's like some cool intersex stuff there's like who knows what genitalia you have he has internal genitalia and that there is a slit down his pelvis with a bump underneath it when he becomes aroused the internal dick underneath that slip inflates forward and protective tentacles uncoil from around it and fold out like flower petals so when fully erect orpheus's dick is i i was imagining like calf length uh yeah the author posted uh a photo (laughs) describing the length and girth of this dick when compared to Rhea's height. Yeah. Uh, And it is straight up like a thigh. Yeah, like an entire thigh. It's purple, and it has four feathery ridges going down the length of it, and then it's just ringed by these writhing tentacles that really want to grab you. Yeah, it has, like, frills. Yeah, and then it all just, like, deploys from this slit. Yeah, and I think that, like, the top, like... It doesn't look like a human dick, mm-hmm. obviously. It's like more like horse cockish. It is, it is. And she's like, yeah. I've seen dildos that look like this. If you don't have tentacles ringing your dick, then I don't want it. Oh, I forgot this other thing about his body. He has like these fins. Yeah, so little Dusk Walker, fun fact. Apparently, when they are born or created, they're kind of just a mass of extremely ravenous dark energy. And then they start to build their form from the beings that they devour alive. This Duskwalker, he must have eaten a wolf, so he got his wolf skull. And like some kind of horned creature 
and he got his horns. And I assume that the fins came from eating fish and the fur came from eating, I don't know, like deer and wolves and stuff. Um, he does have a little deer tail. Yeah, that's fucking under cute. Under his pants, which is fucking adorable. It's so cute. The tentacles on the dick. Do you think that that is from eating calamari? I think Opal Rain <laughs> just wanted to give us a little treat. Thank you, Opal. And num, num, num. It was just like, <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to pull any punches. <laughs> You, again, looked at the cover and decided, I am going to read this book. Mm-hmm. You're getting a pussy breaker of a dick. It is truly unfuckably large, but we'll get into that. There's something about this like dichotomy of extremely cute and extremely horrifying that is this entire book. Yes. Where there's like, oh, we're having like a cottage core moment, and then there's like demons trying to get inside uh, and eat me and destroy me, and... Oh, look, I'm going to dye my dress green from plants I found in the field. And and he's like very concerned for her well-being and wants to make her comfortable. Does little He's very much like an acts of service guy. And he has very cute mannerisms because like his wolf skull face has no expression, but you get the eyes changing color and he like cocks his head a lot and Yeah, I tried to like categorize the different eye color meanings. Mm-hmm. I had Purple, I want to fuck. Mm-hmm. Pink was like, I thought like love or deep love, affection. Yeah. White was fear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Red, self anger, bloodlust, animosity. Mm-hmm. Yellow was like happiness, curiosity, pride. Mm-hmm. Green, again, obvious, envious. Mm-hmm. And I think that was all of them. I think so. There's also this thing like where he does close his eyes sometimes, which is also and they, cute. And they just like disappear. Like, yeah. They, they, they go out. D- d- adorable. Yeah. Almost adorable as his like five foot long dick. <laughs> his hog. There's nothing more adorable than that hog. Oh my God. He'd be swanging. <laughs> he'd be swanging. Between the scene we just read and this next one. They go on several adventures together. They are becoming more comfortable with each other in this demon world. She has seen his dick. She's very open about it, I will say. She did a great job. We love an open-minded queen. And yeah, they get back to to the cottage. She's feeling some feelings for him, so she makes him a little gift of like these little bells that he can hang from his horns. He's never gotten a gift before. Yeah, so he's immediately just like, he's melting. He's a simp. Orpheus is such a simp. They exchange gifts. They get really horny, as you do. Mm-hmm. Orpheus, she huffed, her body thrumming. I want you to touch me freely. Rhea didn't know how to instigate this. She had never had sex before and didn't know how she was supposed to bring them there naturally. For someone who's never had sex before, I gotta say, she is like... She knows what she wants. She knows what she wants. It reminds me of like... You know how people, they grow up on TikTok, they're much more sex positive. Uh-huh. They just know a lot more shit. Are you saying that... I think she might be... Rhea's a Zoomer. <laughs> She's a Zoomer. She's a sex positive Zoomer. Of course, he rasped, his eyes finally turning purple to remain there. I've always wanted to touch you outside of the bath. So at this point, they haven't fucked and they've, like, not touched a lot. Yeah, it's, like, been a lot of, like, UST uh, and yearning and- uh-huh pining mm, maybe he is a lesbian 
It's like, that's all lesbian foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, they've spent like several, I don't know, weeks, months together just doing lesbian foreplay. And it's a lot of like hands brushing against each other. <laughs> a lot of lingering stares. Or like one of them is pouring some tea and you have to get a mug from over their shoulder for your own tea. <laughs> that hot <laughs> always is oh no can we go to your bed yes he quietly groaned he drew his tongue underneath her jaw i like my gift very much my little doe oh my little doe that's so sweet knowing he wouldn't let her fall she started undoing the buttons of his shirt hastily her body growing more excited by the second in anticipation he plopped her onto the bed then stood back to look down at the halfway undone shirt you're going to touch me too? Touch him? She was planning on her entire body touching him everywhere all at once. She reached up to undo the last of the three buttons. Just as he was pushing it off, she placed her hands on his waist to undo the buttons of his trousers, needing to, having to know what the rest of him looked like. Yeah, I forget that he, like, wears clothes. I have something to say about this in a paragraph. Okay. She'd never seen his legs, and although she'd touched it, she had never gotten to see what his cock looked like. She was about to tug them down and finally reveal what she longed to see, but one of his hands came up to clasp hers. Off, she demanded. He was hesitant, and she didn't care. I know, she's like, I am literally dripping for it right mm -hmm. now, and you have the audacity to be shy, right? You are acting strangely, he said, before allowing her to pull them down. He kicked his shoes off. Bitch is wearing shoes? Who is this little, like, twee gentleman? I know. But also, I thought this was a monster, and I figured he had, like, big monstrous clawed feet, and he's wearing... What kind of shoes? Or is he wearing all birds? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? What if he just had, like, nice Oxfords? <laughs> I feel like he wears, like, like he tweed. <laughs> so adorable. It's. He, I think he might be a little Portlandia. Oh, Orpheus. I want you, Orpheus. I want to see. I want to touch. I want to feel. She only got a momentary glance at his legs and feet before her words earned her a sharp growl, and he swiftly leaned down to knock her back. She'd seen the valley of fur where his seam must be, but his cock hadn't been extended for her to see. Watch your words, Rhea. You might give me the wrong idea. You said I can touch freely, and I want to taste you. He gave her breast a few licks, his tongue abrading her nipple and sending jolts through her. Okay, so something with Orpheus that's interesting, where there's a level of, like, simplicity in his thinking mm -hmm. that, like, for me personally was raising some, like, red flags, but also he is, like, an eight-foot-tall monster that eats people. Yes. So it's, like, does that cancel out the, like, power dynamic a little he, bit he does seem a little like almost childlike sometimes yeah where it's like i'm embarrassed because people have been scared but then the second you say i can do something that i want to do that's like he's not actually embarrassed he's yeah. just like oh i i can do this now and i will fully do it yeah i have permission now there's no like hang-ups in that same way yeah he grabbed her ankle and turned his head so he could drag his tongue over the top of her toes, the arch of her foot, and then over her calf, leaving a wet trail behind that his breath huffed over. Okay, what are your thoughts about toe stuff? Have you ever had someone suck on your toes during mis missionary? Yeah, I actually personally don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like it very much. For me, some wires are crossed mm -hmm. in my brain. 
and I see stars. So in your brain, the nerve receptors for your toes and your genitals are right next to each other. Mm. And sometimes those wires get crossed a little bit. I think it's why foot fetishes are a thing. I want to lick every inch of your body. He brought it over her knee, licking the inside and making her gasp at the tickling, Dude. yet pleasant sensation. Some Morpheus, hot girl shit. You fuck. I have wanted to know how you react when it's my tongue and not my hands brushing over you. Oh, she moaned quietly, her leg twitching. When he slipped that firm and wet organ over the sensitive bundles of nerves that ran down her inner thigh. But I have been waiting to taste you here again since that night. When his tongue finished its path, he didn't even pause. Instead, he licked over one side of her lips to delve his tongue straight into her folds. The liquid of her arousal pooled more at her entrance, while her chest shook up and down at the torrent of sparks of pleasure his tongue gave her. He hummed a noise of satisfaction when he finally dipped down to take it for himself. That alone had been enough praise to tell her that he didn't need words, especially when he spread her a moment later for more. Why does that feel so good? His tongue was flexible, swirling, twisting, before folding when it reached her cervix. It was long enough that he was able to caress her throbbing clit at the same time. I'm going to come. Just by this, by him using his tongue on her. Orpheus, she panted, reaching down to grab his horns and yank on him. He answered with a growl while his claws dug into the bed. He shook his head, trying to get her to release him so he could continue. Come here, she begged. You wanted me to touch you, he said, his tone dark and deeper than normal, that it made her shiver. You said I could taste you, and I want to make you come around my tongue to taste your nectar. Mm. Thoughts on nectar? <laughs> it's so touch and go. Yeah. Because it's like, it, it's either you're deep enough into your own, like, aroused state that you're down, mm-hmm. or it's the thing that takes you out of it. Yeah, it'd be like nectar. I think sometimes that, like, being compared to food can be hard. Mm. Uh. But then sometimes it's nice. Like, I've I've read honey. I've read nectar. I've read juices, which I do not like. Juices. No, thank you. Just say I want to taste you. Yeah. Keep it vague. Keep it vague. (laughs) His speed increased, spearing her faster, swirling, twirling. Her vision split into two. Oh, fuck. I'm going to come. I'm going to come. I want your cock, Orpheus, she screamed, her body squirming. (laughs) One of us. One of us. <laughs> you horny bitch. I love you. I love her. Mm-hmm. He froze right before she came, and her heart nearly burst out of her chest. Her needy core was thrumming around his tongue, sending signals to the rest of her that it ached for the orgasm. Just orgasm right babble. <laughs> yeah. Just like, I want your cock. I'll do any. I'll say literally anything right I now. I said some heinous shit. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> One more lick. One more movement, and she thought she might have. My cock? He withdrew from her, raising to his knees to show her that he had partially extruded, that his spiral of his tentacles were showing, shaking and shuddering to keep the rest of him down. The tips of them, where they were thinner, were black, while the thick base of them were the same dark purple of his tongue. You want me to fuck you? Bad dragon dildo. (laughs) Literally, I think we could go on Bad Dragon and find this exact dick. I don't she's, share this computer with it. anybody. <laughs> Open an incognito tab at least. No. Man, there's so much. There's so much. There's a there's a dildo that's straight up just a wolf's paw. <laughs> You're just gonna fuck a wolf's paw? 
Yeah, so you gotta get fisted by some werewolf, I guess. Oh, okay, that's a fair point. Yeah. Oh, also the tentacles, which I don't think we talked about yet, they do like grasp things. Like yeah. they are there to hold stuff. Oh, I think we're gonna get into that. She watched him willingly release his tentacles, untwisting and splaying them so that his cock could push through to its full length. It's purple, and she could see every detail of it. The two nearly fist-sized bulges at the base, the girth of it, as it jutted up from between his hips. That deep indent that ran from the bottom all the way to the top until it reached the mushroom head. It dipped in slightly, following that line to the slit at the top where she could see a pearl of white liquid had already formed. It's got that the monster pre-cum. You know he comes a lot. <laughs> oh. The tentacles were wiggling in the air like they were seeking something, and she knew they just wanted something to hold. Same Don't girl. make it cute. <laughs> You don't want to make this cute? No, I do. I do. I think it's cute as fuck. She panted at it. Every cell, every fiber, every nerve ending in her body weeping for it. Please, she whispered. Imagine being a virgin and then this is your first dick. (laughs) Like, she really is brave. She's brave as yeah, fuck. Like her main character trait is that she feels no fear. Do you remember like the first time you used like a tampon? Yeah. And I that was, was like, like, there's no way this will ever fit. How do I put this inside of me? And I'm now terrified. I'm like expert level. Yeah, I'm just like, like chuck whatever. it in there. <laughs> oh yeah, that that'll fit. We can we can work up to that. <laughs> give me give me 45 minutes. Oh, you wanna fist me? Yeah, let's, let's just go. uh let me get the lube. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> Everyone will have a great time. And it's all up to experience, by the way. As we know, like, the actual vaginal muscles, they don't get loose or anything. Like, it, it, it's no. a muscle like a mouth. You don't, you don't get a bigger mouth from eating a Subway sandwich. No. You just, like, get comfortable and are worked correctly. Mm-hmm. And, you know. And also, the more aroused she is, the more receptive and, quote-unquote, looser she will be. So. Yeah. Uh, do your work first. I'm just talking to men now. Do the work first. Do the work. If she's tight, then you haven't done your job. <laughs> I think that, like, sex ed should discuss how to not make sex painful the first time. Absolutely. But then you know that, like, conservatives will be like, they're teaching kids how to fuck each other. And it's like, yeah, because you've never made anyone... With, uh, like, a vagina and a clit come yeah. once in your life. Yep, yep, yep. Back to that dick. <laughs> Before she could even finish her gasp of surprise, Rhea was moaning when he shoved two fingers inside of her. I will try to be gentle. Again, claws, but knows how to use them. Apparently. I, I wonder if, like, <laughs> I was like, maybe he, like, filed those ones down. He has the lesbian manicure. <laughs> That I that you have yeah. okay. So listener, uh, I realize this is an audio format, but I have very long, very sharp, like they're filed vampy. to points. It's hot claws, but on my right hand, my middle three are filed all the way down for her pleasure. Maybe Orpheus does the same thing. I think, considering he's now a cottagecore lesbian, we've decided. I think he's just a cottagecore lesbian. He's canonically a cottagecore lesbian. I will try to be gentle, he told her, his voice growly from his excitement. But I have been waiting a long time for you to give me this. He thrust his fingers twice before he added a third, her body adjusting easily to them. 
I feel like three of Orpheus's fingers are is like a girthy dick. That's that's gotta be pretty sizable because his fingers are like I don't know. What do you think? I'm guessing. I'm looking at my three fingers, <laughs> and I'm extrapolating <laughs> by times three. Yeah. Is my guess. Wow. Because I think he had he's eight feet monstrous. Mm-hmm. I think she's already pretty stretched. Good for you. Way to be relaxed and receptive. Orpheus would make her come by using two fingers and only slip in a third when he came to stretch her. She knew he'd been preparing her. Inside me, she begged, undulating her hips in an attempt to get him to remove his fingers while staring at his cock. She couldn't stop Ugh, staring at it. She's fucking writhing. Dude, that's so hot. Ugh, I I'm want sorry. you inside. It's like, it's so hot to have somebody like just lose all level Desperate. of any, yeah, any shame because of how fucking horny they are for you. And it's just like, it's the best thing in the world. I love it. Uh huh. Same. You like get to like an animal state, uh-huh. you know, of like, I've lost all ego. Yep. I am just an organism. I'm pure id right now, yeah. baby. The t-shirt. I am pure id. <laughs> we were talking about merch for uh, Let's Go Bump in the Night. And uh, <laughs> it'll reveal itself in we time. Have some, we have some very good contenders. Oh, yeah. I've been wanting to fill your precious cunt with my cock from the first moment you smiled at me. Aww. <laughs> I... Fucking love Orpheus. Say that to me and I will weirdly melt. (laughs) When he tucked the tip against the entrance to her pussy, Rhea lift herself a little bit so she could watch him pussy. I am just getting tongue-tied over here. No, I mean, I am like... (laughs) Also, for the first time that you take dick, your partner better fuck. You should expect your partner to get you this hot, yep. this horny, yep. this ready. Accept nothing less. Mm-hmm. Demand it, in mm-hmm. fact. When he tucked the tip against the entrance to her pussy, Rhea lifted herself a little so she could watch him push it inside of her. Hot. And tonight, I'm going to claim it, he rasped with that growl. Mm. He started pushing it inside. Her hands darted up to grip his sides, her lips parting on a moan as she tried her hardest to steady herself. Her body shook as she tried to adjust, Orpheus being cautious and slow. He'd said he'd done this before, that he'd fit inside of a human, but she found it difficult. The lubricant on his cock aided them, but she felt pain. By the way, it's self-lubricating. He's pre-lubed. He has a self-lubricating cock. Get you a man with a self-lubricating cock. Shit, it hurts. He hadn't even pushed the head inside of her yet, and it was hurting. They were both straining against the force of it. Wait, she begged when he started shoving in harder, trying to push past her pubic bone. It doesn't fit. Maybe she wasn't supposed to do this. She yelped when the wider flare of his head popped inside, and he suddenly slipped in a few inches. He hissed in a breath at the same time that she clenched her eyes shut. Tight, he bit. Pausing for the both of them. You're so tight. He licked the side of her face comfortingly to remove a tear. Are you okay, Rhea? Yes, you're just so big. He drew back a little to spread his lubricant before he pushed in further. It was easier with the wide flare of the head already inside. Then another gentle thrust, and he was able to reach the end of her swiftly. It's all the way in, she sighed. (laughs) Feeling him press deep. Rhea felt full. Full of Orpheus, 
Her pussy stretched for him, open for him, and it felt so remarkably good and right. Can I move now? His voice sounded so strained, and she realized he'd been patiently waiting for her to adjust, even though she could hear that he needed to move. Yes. Uh, yes. Good boy, Orpheus. I bet he'd love to be called good boy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's just my read. He would fucking love it. I would love to call him good boy. She buried her head in the fur on his chest and nodded, bending her knees so she could cup the sides of his hips. He started to slowly pull back, and she could feel the little frills on the sides of his cock tickle her entrance and tease her inner walls with their soothing texture. He pressed everywhere, stroking her inner walls so completely that she didn't miss a single place that she needed him to. More, she pleaded, clinging to him. He was going too slow, was pressing too lightly. I cannot, he groaned before shaking his head. You feel so good already, but I must be gentle. I don't want to hurt you. His body was visibly quaking from the strain. Meanwhile, she's like, hurt me! (laughs) Hurt me! I've totally been there. I cannot be rough with you until you accept me. Accept him? Ray was already accepting him. She'd (laughs) begged for his cock. She'd begged for his cock, and it was currently inside of her, stroking her walls with mind-numbing strokes. What else could she do? Where are his tentacles? She lowered herself and looked down through the gap of their bodies. She let out a cry. She was barely taking half of him. They couldn't reach her, and she wanted to feel them wrap around her. Deeper. She knew she was taking everything she could, but she wanted all of him. Every inch was supposed to go inside. You said you'd fit. I can. He huffed and pressed in a little harder, but it did nothing to make him slip in further. Dude, I'm so excited to talk about this next part. Deeper, she begged, feeling her pussy clenching for it. He stopped his rocking motion to turn his head down to her, and she panted as she looked up. All of it, Rhea? He asked with that deep rumbling. You really want all of my cock inside of you? There was a heavy weight to his words. She didn't care. She squirmed, shifting her hips side to side before she grabbed his snout. Yes, I know here. Not enough consent. No! The informed... <laughs> um, we'll get into it. Yeah, but... He is doing the I've only eaten a hundred humans form of consent that he knows to give. He knew he had to like ask for permission, but it isn't informed consent, no, however, no, 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 because no, what no, happens no. next is fucking wild. I fucking want all of it, she demanded. Now. Rhea didn't do anything half heartedly. And she hadn't started sex with him only to barely take half of his giant cock in her. If he could fit, then she fucking needed every single inch of it. She gasped when he shoved his claws into her stomach right around his cock. They cut through her skin, gouging in as he snarled. You're perfect, my little human. His eyes flashed red at her blood, but they were back to purple within a second. There was a vibrating sensation, something warm that was trickling inside of her. Then he started to push in hard, and her legs straightened as they shook. She knew he was using some kind of protective or manipulation magic on her body with his claws, and she felt no pain as he forced her to take him. Her back arched as she gripped the furs. It was uncomfortable as she felt her insides move to make way as he dug deeper and deeper. Her thighs twitched, and then she could feel his tentacles tickling the sensitive inner flesh of her thighs with their tips before they started to slither over her. Bro! Did he just use magic to make her pussy bigger? Yeah, I think he straight up rearranged her organs. Like, when you say rearrange my guts, I don't mean literally. Yeah, she's got scrambled. <laughs> uh, in the scr- 
scrambler. I hollered when I read this. I was both so horrified and so aroused, and I think that's exactly what Opal Rain wanted. Well done, Opal. I feel like you have just... Like, you just got a little shiver down your spine. Oh, my where, God. Wherever you are right now. It's horrific, but I want it. I know. And I was like, oh, my. Because you know, I have, like, a bit of, like, Size King stuff, generally. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a body horror portion of this. Mm-hmm. And maybe because it's not, like, super explicit that I'm, like, more down with than I expected, given how squeamish I am with cervix stuff. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's it's body horror stuff, but it's around something that you already find arousing. Yeah. And it's like, there's like a level of like, it's magic. It's magic. It's magic. It's magic, baby. And so it's fine. And you will, you'll feel good. It'll, it'll be fine. It'll, it'll feel fine. I mean, your pussy will literally never go back. <gasps> so yeah, it's permanent. It's permanent. Like you, you can't really fuck a human anymore. No. Like... I I have some logistical questions. I have so many logistical questions. Which is like, do you just have like a big open pussy from heads forth? Does it go back down? Or is it just that it accommodates more? Or is it that... What's going on? So I feel like he enlarged the actual like circumference of it. But then I think the main change that he made to her anatomy was that it goes much deeper now. Is it like a bag of holding? Situation? It's like a bag of holding. The the pussy of holding. Yeah. Oh wow. She felt weird. It felt good, too good, being filled this far, this deep. But it was also strange. It'll be over in a moment, and then I can give you whatever you want. Harder, softer, deeper, lighter, faster, slower. Whatever you call for, I will make sure you have it. He's like, here are my settings. Yeah. He's like, you press here, and it goes. You know that thing when you're, you have a vibrator and you're like trying to find yeah. the right setting? Okay, hot take. What's the point of any setting except for the like even? Do you use any of the no. other ones? No. Of does anybody, not. please, listeners, write in. Does anybody use the settings that are like weird and unpredictable? Something seemed to snap within her brain when he was three quarters in. Rhea melted, her tongue poking out as she desperately panted like an animal in heat. More, she pleaded, and he continued to give it to her. She tilted her hips up and down, moving him inside of her pussy herself, and a full-body shiver racked her. She could feel he was past her navel. Your cunt is mine now. He pulled back, and she felt the long stroke of it all the way to the flared head. And then he surged forward quickly until he was buried all the way. Nothing else but me will fit inside of you, my little doe. <sighs> Fists clenched. <laughs> what are those crossed. episodes again? Can we talk about how he is just like, I'm all that's going to fit in you now. I'd be like, wait, what? And she's like, wait, what? <laughs> what? Uh, she's getting dicked down, so she doesn't mind at this moment. No, 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 but no, no, no. I would be pissed. His tentacles tried to make her follow his hips, but his hand holding her down forced them to stretch so he could pull back. And then he came in deep, digging into her body and kissing her cervix lightly with the tip of his strange cock. His body shuddered, his fur and fins lifting, as he tilted his head back. He was on his knees, and any of the gentleness she always received from him was gone. His thrusts were measured, but she let out a loud scream when she started coming. 
She grabbed the wrist of his hand holding her down and the furs of the bed with her other hand, trying to steady herself as she broke apart under the power of her own orgasm. Good, Rhea. Is this what you wanted? For me to fuck you until you wet my cock with your orgasm? Can we talk about that? Yes, let's talk about that, Katie. Uh, there's this thing where it's like, oh, I'm just a shy little monster boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. And then, like, I think, does this fall under primal kink where it's like a flip gets switched? Yeah. And they are just overcome with their own need. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, I'm suddenly, like, the dommiest dom that's ever dommed. That's hot as fuck. <laughs> it's like, yeah, just. Oh, she even comments on this. Yes, she cried, her legs kicking out as she continued to milk him with blunt nails clawing. Why is he so damn naughty like this? (laughs) Where'd you come from? Yeah, dude. (laughs) He told her he'd claimed her pussy, that it was his, and that right now, she knew it was. He withdrew and wrapped his hand around her thigh to lift her backside into the air so he could drag his tongue all the way along the slit of her pussy. He lapped up the remnants of her orgasm slipping his tongue inside to make sure he took every drop he could. It didn't feel as fulfilling like before. I wonder why. (laughs) Then he lowered her back onto his cock. That's better, he said, smacking his tongue inside his mouth. So she is straight up just like a fuck toy at this point, because he's like lifting her, moving her. He's like, I'm going to do whatever I want to you. I would love to be handled like that, but I'm five foot ten and built like Mewtwo. Nobody's ever been able to do that to me. I feel like if there was like a suspended Shibari situation or like like a sex swing situation, but as far as like being on the ground or like on a bed, it's it's difficult for anybody. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things about monster kink yeah. shit is like the size kink stuff of like they can lift anything. Yeah. And, like, in a way that, like, humans just can't. Yeah. No matter your sizes. Exactly. And I'm a, I'm a large woman. I'm very tall. That's very appealing to me. She could feel nothing but the temperature of his body, his shaft moving, his fur rubbing over her and abrading her nipples and flesh. I do think that the fur could be nice feeling. It could be very nice feeling. He seems silky. She didn't know if she was hurting him, but even if he told her to stop, she couldn't. Rhea came again, and her eyes rolled into the back of her skull, unable to make a sound as her lungs seized. Too much. It's too much. It's not, though. You can handle it. Floating in rapture, being pounded into wildly, Rhea was lost, broken, shattered into a million tiny pieces. She didn't need more. This was already mind-breaking, but she couldn't stop from whispering, fuck me, fuck me. Do you think she's doing, like, the ahegao face? <laughs> I think they described that at one yeah, point, just actually. Like, just, like, tongue out. You broke my brain. <laughs> she's been dickmatized. <laughs> Dick, did you just say dickmatized? Yes. <sighs> I will not take it back. Fair enough, Katie. I'll die on this platform. <laughs> As though you expect me to put up a fight against that? No. Can I come inside of you? His cock did that pulsing swell, (laughs) making him feel even thicker for a second. I want to so badly to fill you with my seed, my scent in you, on you, marking you. Give, thrust, it, a hard slam, two, another quick thrust, me. Uh. (laughs) Ugh. 
<laughs> is it hot in here? It literally and figuratively and in every way that matters. Okay. I thought so. Rhea moaned at the first spurt, then squirmed for each one that followed. Liquid fire spread. It filled every crevice, every textured ripple, every place inside of her to slowly fill up her channel. He rocked in and a rope of it squeezed out of her, hitting against her clit before more bubbled behind it to drip through her folds and down the crease Damn of her backside. Damn sloppy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying! <laughs> There's like... Okay. Uh, continue and then we'll talk. I don't think it's done. Is that done? I'm not done. Because there's a lot to say. Okay, I'm not done. Okay. You're strong. You're strong? Thank you. We're good. Game face. I got this. Orpheus wanted to fill her with it, and he had to the point it didn't all fit. It started dripping down her stomach before he finished. Against her chest, she could feel his heartbeat was heavy and fast. It matched the one inside of her that reached a place that no human would ever, ever reach. Okay. So there's like a little bit of a Venn diagram of kinks mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, we got size kink and like this idea of like filling or like it's not quite like an inflation kink, but just being like full, full, full. I think it kind of goes into the come play, mm-hmm. which is just ooh, delightful. I love me some cum. I love me some sloppy cum everywhere. And, like, I think one of the things with Orpheus is that, like, yeah, he comes a lot. She's small. He also, like, licks her a lot. And there's something about just, like, bodily fluids. Mm -hmm. The sloppiness of it. Yeah, it's very sloppy and, like, unapologetically so. There's a lot of hentai overtones Mm -hmm. to this whole thing. There really is. Like, I I know the animated version of this. Yes. (laughs) So... At this point, henceforth, she has been physically rearranged through magic. Permanently extended birth canal. I don't know, man. I don't know what you do after this. Man. Who is this filthy, filthy, (laughs) sweet creature that wears, like, shoes and a little little hat? I do feel morally compromised. (laughs) I know. Like, should I be getting into this? So tell me, we have two main players here. Mm-hmm. Would you smash or would you pass? And considering all logistics, all logistics. Okay, so Raya, mm-hmm. um, she sounds really hot. She knows what she wants. She's fearless. I think I'm not personally attracted to Raya, but yeah. I appreciate her zest. Yeah, same. I appreciate her zest. So maybe a soft pass on her. Yeah, like if she was at the orgy, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, but exactly. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pursue her myself. Mm-mm. However, Orpheus somehow, in spite of the fact that he has murdered dozens upon dozens of humans, um, I w- I, I want to get all Orpheus. wrapped up in that tentacle dick, and I want him to do his cute little shy monster things. And yeah, no hard smash. Yeah, I mean. It's who we are. That's who we are. I agree. That's I think we're in agreement. Shall we discuss what we will read next week? Yeah. So, Katie, I had some suggestions for next week. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been reading a lot of straight smut. And I think it might be nice. It's yes. you and me, both bisexual yes. ladies. 
Yes. If we just like had a crumb of queerness, please. I'm so I'm Katie so parched. Is, Katie is in a desert. Right I'm now. just like, uh I feel like sometimes I like queer code all the monsters. Well, I think we did. Oh, I mean, I also actually um, there's one more scene I want to talk oh. about. Uh, there is a scene towards the end where Rhea fingers Orpheus through his slit. And it's like best of all worlds. Holy shit, did that do it for me. It was delicious. Delicious. So as far as next week goes, though, maybe we should do like a reverse harem. Do you know of any? I have a list. Yes. Uh, This is a pretty popular one. Court of the Vampire Queen by Katie Robert. It's an MMMF romance. Uh, yes. Polyam vampire romance. <laughs> what? This is my shit. Let's do it. MMMF sword cross guarantee forced proximity sex magic blood heals orgasmic bites gotta murder up my dad to free my men queen me bitch. <laughs> this is just my actual life. Uh, I just want to say uh, real quick thanks to Opal Rain for writing this yeah. wonderful book. Opal Rain, you killed it. Uh, really I know that this. you just released the second book in this series pretty recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soul to Heal, I think is what it's called. If you like what we're doing, you can find us on all of the socials at mm-hmm. Let's Go Bump the Night. Or if you have any suggestions or want to reach out or just slide on into our DMs, feel free to reach us at letsgobumpthenight at gmail.com. We're going to have to reckon with ourselves right now in this room once the mics are off so, <laughs> and, and come to God after we read that. So, you know, thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, it's nice to know we're not alone. Yeah. All right. Good night. Bye.